Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Listen, it is All Star Weekend, and why more majority of the world, the NBA, the NBA media, has a week off. We still in producing the podcast. Dance with my dogs in the nighttime. How y'all doing? I wish I was in LA celebrating and cooling with them, man. Yeah, I agree, bro. Somebody from our network, Almighty Baller Radio, hit me up like, "Yo, are you in LA? If so, let's meet up." It's like, do you know who I like? Do you know how much money it would cost for me to get to LA during All Star Weekend? Yeah, I had when I got off my flight from LA last night. <laughs> Come on now, I was like, man, going back about to be crazy. So you be just flying back and forth for the show. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta be. I love this show. This show is this show is everything that's, that's to me. Dedication. You might as well just fly us all out there, and we'll do the show out there. What time y'all you trying to go? You got work, don't you? If I'm going to LA. I'll call up. <laughs> oh, okay. We are gonna talk about it after the show. What's going on? Or how you feeling, Mike? I'm doing decent, man. I just my my team and my team just got up there, man. Oh my god! What the fuck? What you you and this, <laughs> you and this my team thing is killing me. This is not a my team. Sh- this is not. We don't talk 2K here. I he asked me how he how was doing. That's what's on your mind. That's why you happy, my team, bro. So hey, many things you to see, be happy about in life. I, I thought he was about to talk about his fantasy team. But you know what's actually so funny about his my team? It's not even all that. He got a Vince it, it, Carter. It is a step better than what he had, though. He had us. Like, we're not talking about this man's my team right now. <laughs> hey. I want y'all, besides that, I'm doing pretty good. Even if it is a step better, y'all, I just want y'all to know it's not what y'all think. But um, how you feeling, Mike? That's Derek. I mean, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying? Cool like the other side of the pillow. How you doing, Kenny? Hey, I'm good. I'm hoping that next year we can get some media passes for the All-Star festivities. Where is it at next year? Do y'all know? No, I, no, but 2020 go one in Chicago. We gonna go? Do I only get to go to one in lifetime? Oh, Let's okay. get media passes right. for the rest of our lives. Exactly. I feel like it's gonna be somewhere like New Orleans. It, it was, was just in New Orleans. It was just in New Orleans like yeah. two years ago. Maybe it's in Charlotte next year. Is that does that it make possibly. sense? It was supposed to be in Charlotte this year. And they moved. I don't know. Wherever it's at, we trying to come up. I wonder if that guy got his passes from being on this network. Because if that's the case, why the hell did we we get passes? We need some answers in. Yeah, we we need need some some answers. answers. (laughs) We need some answers. (laughs) Next subject. Anyways, All-Star Weekend. People (laughs) taking a week off. NBA players get to chill with their families for a whole week, which is great because they've been providing us with amazing content. Um, the top, what is it, 24 people in the league get to play a game tomorrow night or the night that y'all listen to this. For me, All-Star Weekend is always pretty overrated. It is. It is. I was watching the Rising Stars, and it just gave me that feeling about how the All-Star game going to be. It's no effort in it, bro, at all. That's why Saturday night usually kind of the most, the best night. But the way they yeah. setting up this dunk contest, it might not be. It's just a ritual. Since I've been a kid, yeah. this is something I've been watching before it was even called Rising Star. When did they change that? I remember it was a fr- uh, rookie, rookie versus, versus sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched LeBron James and Melo in that. I remember that was probably what over ten years ago. Yeah, that Two, was like yeah. fifteen years 15 ago. Years LeBron's ago. gonna leave fourteen years, and he had to zoom generations on, which dropped like. Today. Literally, they just dropped yeah. 13 minutes ago. The same ones that he was wearing, yeah. They dropped 13 minutes ago. I was crazy. I, I, was, ha- I, I was thinking about it just for that. Kobe, Do they look good? They look okay. Right. They don't, they not, not actually not. Do, do they, they not. look like the old school thing? They the exact same shoe. They re released yeah. them. I, I don't know, man. I be looking back at like the, not historical, but like, you know, decades ago, and these sneakers, man. They they look weird. They look bulky and heavy and everything. Kobe's re-released a couple days ago. That mm-hmm. I want a pair of those, not because they look good, but just because there are some 
memories for me to watch Kobe hooping those, or like you said, watch Brian hooping those zooms. So I wanted a pair. Maybe I'll still cop eventually, but like I was on the sneaker apps right before we started the show, and I was like, do I want to pay this money? And I, I how much are they going for? One seventy five. One seventy five, which is not that bad. They have a a um a wheat colored one, and then the original one, which both sold out in fifteen minutes. So maybe I won't get a pair. I miss LeBron old shoes. I don't like his new shoes at all. At all? No, I don't like them. Because I used to only hoop in LeBrons, and I was just like, the new ones, I just don't want to go buy now. Yeah, I mean, the new ones, I'm not crazy over. The Zoom Generations, I I love the Zoom Generations. And it was a shoe I wanted as a kid that I didn't get, just like those Kobe's. Those are a pair, few pair of Kobe's that I didn't have growing up as a kid. Um, So I remember as a kid, I used to want those. I had, at one point in time, I had every Kobe that was coming out. Every basketball season, I would get a pair of Kobe's to hoop in for for my school, and that was just a pair I didn't get. So, you know what I'm thinking now? So y'all know how the top players in the league don't get the next two days off. You know they got they got a couple days off afterwards, right. but they still working right now. Yeah, we got like one of the best podcasts, so we still working right now. We the, we are all star caliber yeah, that's podcast. The we top podcasts. tier. We top tier, man. It's easy to it's easy to take these days off and use it as an excuse. And not come to put that work in, just like you know the people that ain't not all star. They are, they in what Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Dubai. Got to be in Hawaii. Somebody got to be in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's, we it's, had the challenges. I say I got me one of the three point. Pierre, he oh. got the dunk. Mm-mm. He got this. Why? Why would Pierre Mm-mm. get the dunk? He's six four. He probably he's not dunking though. I will say I get the skills. Uh, who ain't nobody else dunking? We I, had a layup challenge, and we'll go. I'll but like, okay, let's put it to perspective. Okay. If we all could dunk, who do you think would have the best dunks based off what you've seen from us? I really don't. I feel like Derek and and uh, I don't Pierre think would be would. big big man dunks because they're bigger men. I think if you could dunk, you doing some basic Paul Pierce type stuff. So you telling me that you're Paul? I might be the dunk contest because because if I could dunk, which I have been very close to dunking since like eighth grade, but never put the work in to get you know that much. I wouldn't even be in a dunk contest because I'm not. I can't even think of a dunk that's yeah do like would win right. I'm in the air for a long time. I feel like I can do some some shit between the legs, three sixty type shit, and my coordination is top of the notch. Because that type of stuff to to jump in the air and spin three sixty degrees and put the ball in the basket, that's probably hard as hell. <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> I can't even dunk. So, so what would Derek win? Beginning? Everybody can't win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess he's not all star game MVP. Maybe because you know he take all the shots. She, you know, he's no defense, so he don't get it. That'll be taken into consideration. Yeah, all star game MVP Derek Miller. Ain't no, ain't no shame when I get back in all star game. <laughs> Who y'all MVP for this? I think I said Joel Embiid, but it's not Joel Embiid. He only played eight minutes last night because of he's playing t- uh, tomorrow. Five points. So, I don't know, man. I did not have Boban winning that MVP last night. I was. It's so all about opportunity. Some people are like, who is that? You're not an NBA fan if you don't know who that man is, dog. I think Ben Simmons <laughs> should have got it, but uh, Boban, he cool. I didn't watch, so I don't know what his stat line was. I just know that I saw 11 like, points, threes from five rebounds, 13 assists. Say it again. Say it one more time for me. Eleven point six rebounds. My bad. Five or six rebounds. Thirteen assists. So just like his averages, yeah. like and perfect from the field. 
That's but not he did it. But, but he did it. He did it in an All Star game though. But you know how it goes. On, they usually just, he, all his. Where is all his buckets coming from? The paint, right? Why yeah. does that is matter it, though? Do they block any shots in the paint? Do they do anything? Why does that any matter though? In the paint, they don't. Yeah, Why like does that matter though? Why does that matter how you get your if a bit if when Shaq won MVP did he did he shoot any threes? And no, you're All right, like then, that so. person from the field is a big case for that, bro. They I, they usually I, give I MVPs put, to people that scored the most. It, it is, but I'm just saying, why does that matter? Because I heard somebody else say that, like he should what? be discredited because he he don't shoot. It shouldn't be shots. discredited, but it shouldn't be a big. Somebody play. was like, All right, we're gonna get a rookie of the year to a guy who don't even shoot. But Giannis, like what? What is rookie that? of the year and the MVP of an All Star game have to be? I know. I want actually. Let me clarify what I'm saying. You said he went perfect from the field too. Like that was a big. Thing. I threw that in there. Was it a big thing? He was the only one I think that went perfect from the field, though. All right, then he deserved MVP. That's not. I didn't say that's why he deserved MVP. I mean, if you can't comprehend what I'm saying, then you just I'm be just a jackass. You, You're not. You, I'm you, you. You're not. You're just a jackass. But I heard about Clay Thompson <laughs> when he didn't practice for this three point contest. Why would he? Pr- he they practiced every day for sec- probably like almost half of the three sixty five, bro. Seth said that he got him winning since. He didn't even attempt to practice once. <laughs> you know, what, you know what that reminds me of, bro. Like, so when we used to have games and stuff, or like we would do warm ups. Whenever I was like hit a lot of shots of warm ups and I felt good, I would play bad. Yeah, but like whenever I would just felt like lack of days, you know, you got those butterflies. I would actually pretty do it, like do pretty well. So you like, you know, like five points, right? I mean, like <laughs> it's not even that. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean that was you know, but come you know, on, you know, I mean. high school go. Yeah, yeah dropping points. dropping ten points in high school was a big ass accomplishment for it us. Is. I it miss was. hooping. Me and Larry used to talk about it. Like, if you really think about it, if the score like twenty points, are you? Well, no. Yeah, yeah. he had a game like that. I no, remember Larry had a game like that. If you really yeah. just score five points a quarter. Me and Ontario yeah. used to tell each other that before games, but it's just like it's harder than yeah. it sounds. Yeah, scoring five points a quarter is yeah, like when you think about a player like. Damn, he got twelve points in the first quarter. He on pace to drop to drop forty or no, drop fifty. Like they never do. 20. They never yeah, do. it's a quarter where you. Go. You know who's perfect for that? Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, couple 32. nights ago he had thirty two in the first half, finished with thirty seven and lost. Bradley Beal told him, told him straight up, I'm clapping I'm, you up. <laughs> you did exactly that. That's the difference between mediocre and elite. Ooh. Shots fired at Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, I guess, but I he, I've seen elite players do that. Have a like. I hate I really That's why I didn't say nothing after Cause I'm a Knicks fan But when I see him finish With 37 points I really wanted to make A big ass tweet Like bro Are you serious Are you serious bro Are you I, I, I take a, How many shots I mean you probably don't know But he, he, he took a decent amount of shots He was right? 12 for 14 In the first half So he was on fire And then the second half Came around And that's when I started Watching the second half Cause I got the update 30 points in the first half Let me go see what's going on It looked like he was Trying too hard In that second half To get his shots up Bradley Beal got a couple Like just blocks Cause he's like I know he's gonna shoot the ball I know he's trying to shoot. He got 30 already. He's just trying to keep it going. So I don't know how much how many shots he finished with, mm-hmm. but in that second half he was definitely forcing some stuff and then they blew like You a should never point. have 32 points in the first half and then end with 37. <laughs> Unless you get injured. That is unacceptable. I don't give a damn. I don't care who you are. It's a player that always does that, bro. I can't think of it. A current day player? There's a lot of players that do that yeah, type of shit. They be just having like big first quarters and then and just, they just be disappointed. I hate when they do that, bro. It's usually those microwave type of players. I've seen Anthony Davis do shit like that. Don't talk about my boy. He played he played too damn hard for you to be discrediting him. Shit, well he do it. He might be my pick for MVP. That's, again. That was who man is because I it's just it's so set up for guys like him. You know how many lives he gonna get? Exactly. You know In the first quarter, he gonna have a quick ten points. Yeah. Then he gonna be get the going. 
He don't have to shoot no jump shots early. That's somebody he'll be having. No, well, they they be like kind of not. He gonna get rebounds, but they be giving Kevin Love be having those games. Well, he'll have like twenty in the first quarter or something like that. Yeah, he'll end the yeah, game like twenty eight. Yeah, yes, yep. <laughs> big facts. That definitely has happened a couple of times. I think it's just all about when you get in that locker room, yo, that coach make them adjustments. Okay, we're going to do this when he get the ball because he's been killing us here. And that's what good coaching is. If you can stop a guy like that just over some halftime adjustments, that's considered good culture. But you're not stopping a dude like Kevin Durant. Usually not. No. <laughs> usually usually that's just not how it go. He had a mean on fucking skates the other night, and it was very embarrassing. I only watched the <laughs> last couple minutes. You were out there Durant stopping? They might have needed. I mean, they won a game. They won a game. So they, they, won, they did. They did. But Durant, that's a different monster. I don't know if many people guarding them, especially this dude. Uh, shoot she, right over him like I he mean, Isaiah Thomas. He was embarrassing Aminu. <laughs> that, I only watched the last couple minutes of that game. Me I don't too. know what made me not watch it from the beginning. Because it's the Trailblazers. But, but the, they, those games are usually good, yeah, though. They yeah, they always go out and play the I Warriors. hate watching them play. Why? Cause I don't like their team. I like Lillard and McCullum, but like I don't, Amino, Mo Harkless. Uh, down, yeah, I, down the stretch is I'm all right. Damon CJ show. Mm-hmm. Like it should that. be because they got no third option. Nurkic is pretty why, okay. Remember they He's got him involved, but not as much in down the stretch. They usually get him involved through the first three quarters. We talking to a trailblazer specialist over here. That's his team. What's the name? He of had it? eight points in the uh, beginning of the fourth. And what's sure. their coach name then? Terry Stotts. There we go. What's, What's their GM name? I don't know. I don't remember. O- O'Neal. Something O'Neal. I don't know. Something <laughs> O'Neal. Because I remember I was praising him. I was like, man, that was a good trade when he, he traded Plumlee for Nurkic. But I forgot that a year before that, he gave Evan Turner $70 million. So I, <laughs> I can't tell you doing too much, Great. All right. So since this is the All-Star weekend, there's not a lot to talk about as far as like news goes. Except for one thing. All right. So LeBron and Kevin Durant did an interview for Undefeated, I'm pretty sure, where they were they hopped in the Uber, which really wasn't the Uber because it was uninterrupted. I, I was uninterrupted. Thanks. Thanks. Uninterrupted. Um, where they just sat in the back seat and they had like a 20 minute interview. The two of the best players in the NBA talking about a, everything. They talked about everything. Right. Yeah. Uber with Kerry Champion. That's a little series. They got they had lines on Kuzma on the. Shout out to Cools, who we should have been. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Interviewing a long time ago. But in this interview, (laughs) it's hard not to talk about the political climate for these guys. These guys are such big athletes, such big people on the earth, and... Our president, number 45, 
and LeBron has beef. And I say that in quotation marks. They have beef because LeBron said, um, oh, I'm sorry, Stephen Curry said he will not be attending the White House when they won a championship. And LeBron defended him after Donald Trump said that it's an honor to come to the White House, so you should be coming. And um, LeBron straight up said, number 45 is a, number 45 is a bum. Right. And in this interview with Kevin Durant, they talk about their experiences with the spray paint being on LeBron house that says the N word or all the things that even though they are two of the the highest paid, two of the most notorious black people in this country, they still go through the things that us normal day to day black people go through. And in this, of course, there are a lot of things that comes with the politics because in a lot of people eyes, um, things have changed dramatically since 45 is taken to office. People are more bold. They're, racism has always been here. But now with 45, it seems like the racists have just been more... Can somebody help me? Help me? They they just been out here know. more. Yeah, they, yeah. Racism coming to light now, more so. Right. Yeah, it, it, used used to be your, it used to be under your under your your mouth or whatever. Yeah, the the saying goes, but now it's boisterous. Yeah. Right. So because of that... Uh, Laura Ingram, who ran for office for a while, she has her own TV show. I don't even know. On one of those networks that talks about politics. Basically, she said, well, these guys are basketball players. They should shut up and just dribble a basketball. Basically saying that your input on politics, on anything that has to do with number 45 or this country do not matter because you didn't go to college. She said also LeBron came out of high school a year early, Mm -hmm. which is... (sighs) You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you really can't. So, I don't know what she's talking about. So you after, can, but he didn't. So, after this, there's a lot of backlash from, of course, the NBA family, the sports family in general, because athletes are not just athletes, y'all. Mm-hmm. Athletes are not just athletes. No, LeBron, LeBron is not running for office, but that doesn't make his opinion any less notable than Laura Ingram's. You He's feel speaking me? for the minorities who can't speak up and their voices can be heard. Facts. That's literally it. That's yeah, the per- that's yeah. perfectly said. And we we're a show that don't like to get political because who cares? We're a basketball show. We we don't want to talk politics, you know. But th- it's hard not to talk about this story because there's so much that goes into this. You know that there there are athletes that have expressed expressed their opinions about forty five, mm-hmm. and there are some athletes that even though they don't agree with what he's doing, they don't. But we had the biggest athlete, basically in, in American sports, right? There is no baseball player better, like more notable than LeBron. There's no football player more notable than LeBron. Going out and speaking for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And Laura Ingram said, "Shut up, dribble basketball." Any, anybody got just overall know, thoughts man. about I, this? I feel like that's There's just, a reason that's... why when he speaks, everybody listens. There's a reason why. I want to give a big shout out to Chris Long, Super Bowl champion of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, who is a white male, and he stood up, and, and on Twitter, he basically quoted a tweet that was explaining the situation and what she did, um, and she was saying, leave political comments to people in that field. And he, he was saying that was so ironic because the show that she's on has had people who are not in the political field on their show. Mm. So, and he, he tweeted... He tweeted, replied to that tweet with the people and screenshots of the proof that they have people on there who aren't specialists in that. And they got an actor, dude that played the Anaconda. They <laughs> got such a bad movie. Chris Rock, mm. um, Bobby Knight, famous coach, basketball coach, Chuck Norris. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You trying to tell me 
They got another basketball. Exactly. Wait, who, Bobby is white. Who, who came out? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, one of the uh, best coaches of all time. College okay. coaches of all time. Uh, and they got Derrick down here, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that that was pretty funny to me mm-hmm. uh, for her to say that. And then, you know, we go back and find out that they've had people um, who aren't like specialists or politics, whatever you want to call them. Um, but I mean, first of all, people like that, like her, they're, they're funny to me because they're, they, they're, they're so American. But in the Constitution, mm-hmm. What's the Se- first? Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Oh, I'm sorry. The Second Amendment is guns. Look at me. I'm the talking about guns. Right? Yeah, I'm talking about guns. I'm, I'm too big into guns. First Amendment is free speech. Right. Mm-hmm. But, That's crazy. But you're telling him he, he shouldn't have the right to say that, though. Yeah. But you're so American, but you're not going about the American way. So it, it just be confusing me. And, and I don't understand. Like, when people say stuff and I don't care, I just, you know what I mean? I just don't care. I don't pay attention to mm-hmm. it. But... That's how you know. That's why he should speak. Is because his words have that much power that they react. People like her are reacting, and um, it just shows you that that the way that Trump has has made this country um, react to him being the president. People are a lot more confident, a lot more openly. Like KB said earlier, earlier these are things that people wouldn't throw out there. It mm-hmm. would be hidden, or it would be like sneaky, or but nowadays people are a lot more open and, and confidently just revealing these things and just saying whatever they want and and it's crazy but yeah. that's why we need people like LeBron James people like Colin Kaepernick Ka- Colin yeah. Kaepernick and people like Chris Long who aren't African American mm-hmm. Greg yeah. Popovich does the same thing Greg Popovich oh my God. Yes. Steve yeah. Kerr I had to say bro I'm so glad you Steve Kerr Greg Popovich we need those people too I was they, just reading the article on they're just as as important as the African American uh, athletes, the guys who aren't African African American, because at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. I'm mixed. I'm white and black. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, right is right and wrong is wrong. It's just that simple. Yeah. And it's no like like secret that since he's became president that we've been like experiencing more like racial incidents and everything. Like you know something happened in our school with that? What happened? Uh our speech uh professor you was talking about like Basically, we were talking about this when all the political stuff was going down. He was elected, and like, like days after he was elected, there was a hate crime, right? Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, I guess like white students were doing, like, using profanity against black people and stuff like right. that, calling them like right. words, of course, and stuff like that. And I remember, I'm not gonna say no names to get too deep, but like a girl was trying to defend that, like, man, you can't really correlate this, but yeah, you could definitely tell that. Definitely. Yeah, you could definitely tell. Man. Yeah, it gave them a confidence boost that they can actually go out and speak on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically his his election has been an encouragement to divide the country. Um, you know, people be like building a wall and stuff like that. He just came into office with this just division for our country that we we didn't need. And I don't even know why people would want to put that in the front office of this country. That, because I, that's what our country is. That that's the that's the scary part is it the fact that he was that elected. There's that many people that you don't know are that racist. That are that racist that would really go for him. And I, I have people, I know people who um I've been going, I've gone back and forth with many a times. People I went to high school with, and they, in their mind, is not is is not racist. Mm-hmm. In their mind, is 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 not is nothing. It's just the it's regular. I also know people that voted for him not because of he he who's who he is, but because they vote Republican. 
Yeah. It, it's not like everybody that voted for the guy is not a racist. Like that that is a, a common thing that people say, oh, you vote for him, you're automatically racist. That's not true. Some people just vote Republican. And that's just how they this is how they go, because they believe in the Republican way this country should be ran, you know, and no matter who it could have been, it could have been the devil himself. But if he's supporting a Republican, then they're going to vote for him. So keep that in mind, too. We're not saying that everybody that voted for him is racist. Mm. I, I understand that. But and he I get does that. have the racist on his side. But if I support Obama, but he has this. This uh, what, what's the word? He brings this type of energy like that, and that was negative, and that it had like this racist tone, and it, then I can't support you. As even though you're on my side, I can't support you. Mm-hmm. That shit, like you know what I'm saying. So it don't matter about Republican or not. When you bring that type of energy, I don't support that at all. No. So no matter what you're doing, I can't even get with that. Like no matter if you're Republican or not, I'm just not, I can't even get with that because that. Being racist overcome or having not even just being racist, but having that that energy and having people think that you are because I don't know Donald Trump. You know, what I mean, he he hasn't called anybody anything or, you know, but he brings that energy and that vibe and he doesn't turn away from it and it ignites him and he feeds off of that energy and puts that out there. I can't even get with that. So I don't know. It's just and like the biggest. It's very touchy. It's very touchy. Nobody. And do you have a political field background or anything like that? No. Do you? No. Do you, dear? No. And like the way we were just having like a conversation, and everything. I don't think anything was said wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's all opinion based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can speak on this matter, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody's opinion is different. Mm-hmm. If you know if they were supporting the Trump or not, and it were because my and like on a on all honesty, like one of, one of my parents has like a college education, mm-hmm. but the other one doesn't. But I swear to God, they always have like some political stuff or you know them press conferences. Yeah. You don't have to be, go to I'm college you, to be no. so I into think her, politics yeah, at her all. Com- her comment was so ignorant, bro. Yeah. No, she yeah. was the ignorant, and she called yeah. LeBron and KD ignorant. And the crazy thing is. This was a 20-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Two 20 minutes. minutes yeah. Two minutes of it talked about politics. Yep. They Very talked about part. so many great Kids, things. Fam- raising family, uh, just basketball in general, and that's the, that's the part that, they t- that she took from it. And, uh, and like I said, the, the whole statement, the whole thing is just irony because her problem is that LeBron is a basketball player talking about politics, right? Mm-hmm. So why is she into politics talking about what is she doing in LeBron's business? Because he's a basketball player. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> she had a, some like type of emotion. Of course, oh, it was it's, emotional. It's, it's, they needed a story. Yeah, they needed a story, and LeBron is always an easy target because it gets you views if you think about it. If yeah. you put LeBron's name on anything, people will click on. I hope it was worth it because now her life is never going to be the same. Oh, she's gonna keep her job though because because oh, yeah. the network that she works for that's what they has, want. yeah shares her views. You know, uh, she also ran for office. You know what's so ironic about it? And as she said, people didn't vote for LeBron; they voted for number forty-five. Nobody voted for her when she was running for office. Yes, she's got a show that she's talking about politics. Come on, man! It's so ironic. It's so, I, it's so, so much irony in, in her. Little segment or whatever. So the sports world got behind them. Dwayne Wade, of course, um, Le- one of LeBron's best friends, had to come out saying uh, they used to try and hide it. Now the president gives everyone the courage to live their truths. They used that's, to hide. That's it. big facts. Um, Kevin Durant said to me, "It was blatant racism." Jalen Brown spoke on it. Second year player, you know. I got to oh. say, Jalen Brown is very, very an intelligent guy. 
Mm-hmm. You didn't. You wouldn't think the dude spent one year in college. You feel me? You think he got a master's? But he basically just said he he gave his opinion on people that say you should stick to sports, and his opinion is very similar to ours. That we are not. Should we stick to podcaster? Is this all of our life? No, right? We right. got stuff outside of this, and I, like you said, we got, I got stuff outside of basketball. He a music producer. You feel me? Like we 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 are not one thing. And Jay LeBron expressed that perfectly. And then LeBron even came back with a picture on his Instagram that um that said, "I am more than an athlete." It's in the office, the uninterrupted office, or the uh, Rich Paul office. And the hashtag was, "We will not shut up and dribble." So there it is. People are asking us to talk about it for sure. Shout out to Nathan who DM'd me personally. Like y'all got to talk about it. There's our opinions on it. Y'all want to move on to something else? Definitely, definitely. That was so touchy. I know it's been a while since we talked about LeVar, and we tried to make that a conscious effort to to not feed into everything that he says because, you know, every couple of months, my man's going to try to get some attention. You know, when it get quiet for him, he's going to come out with something bold to say or whatever. And we, we've done I, – I like to say we've done a good job not to feed into everything because – a lot of stuff that he says is crazy and baffling and people feed into it, which is why he has the platform that he has, which I've never understood in the first place. But I'm pretty sure y'all know recently, uh, heard recently about what he said about, you know, if the Lakers don't sign Jello and Melo, Alonzo uh, won't return after his rookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, his rookie contract is up, which, first of all, that's first of all, if he know they going to resign exactly. him, he's going to be Everybody restricted. knows the first seven years of a player's uh, career is pretty much out of his control unless he's a bum and nobody wants to sign him and he can uh, enter the market. But even then, when he entered the market, he's still a restricted free agent, yeah. meaning that the franchise can match any offer um, that's given to him. So um, I didn't understand that at all. Do anyway. you like that rule? That rookies are restricted free agents after their first three years? <laughs> I do not, dare. I don't like it either. I feel like if you don't like the situation you're in, you should leave after your I mean, three years. You want you want the you want people to have power and things like that, but I understand it though. Oh, yeah. I understand it too, because small market teams they, then everybody would leave. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But from the player standpoint, nah, because if you if you do finish your four years in college, you come in, that means you won't get your first paycheck, your real big paycheck until you're twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. And by that time you may not be worth shit. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. But like you said, then everybody would just be gone and dipping and running. You do kind of get that money, I guess. So after you, you know, after you, once you're like your first contract is up, and if somebody throws you that big money, they they have to match. Good it, point. Very so you very do, good point. You do very, get very that money though. But to his to what he's saying is, by the time you're that age, yeah, nobody's really gonna want to pay. Wanna, you. Right. So you may have one big pay payday. Yeah. yeah, and it may not even be that big unless you're like a Jimmy Butler who's good at 28 or 29. Clay Thompson Shout who's going to be like 29. But for the standard person, it goes both ways, man. It's yeah, there's good and bad things a, about the yeah, about the world. because like what Lonzo right. came in at 18. His stuff is gonna be over with. He 21, 22, mm-hmm. 22. Yeah, that first he, he contract. Probably ain't gonna be off contract. So then he gonna like get five more years. Yeah, he gonna be like twenty six, twenty seven. And then he gonna be able to. So he in a good little situation. But we gonna pay. Him. What y'all think about that though? I think he just he's spelling out nonsense. He needed another headline. Ain't nobody signing them. At least and nobody signing Jeff. Nobody signing Leangelo. Well, no, Leangelo. What, what what would he do in the NBA? There's nothing. Nothing. Eat. I, I just want to know why. Lamelo, Lamelo, why? Lamello, Lamello got yeah. potential. Why, but I, 
even with Lamelo, that I think he will make it to the NBA, and he, he can. Yeah, he, why does I, he? I why does he? He don't, I, like why, he don't even should not, might not be even wanted to be on the same team as Lonzo. They both play the same position. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he, want his, he should want his own life. Yeah, he's 17. I mean, he's 16 in the professional league over there mm-hmm. doing this thing, uh, which we haven't heard a lot about. I, I, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were doing, they had a game where they did terrible. Like it was like the second game or third game, and it was everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. And after that, they've been on fire. Yeah. And I have noticed that it hasn't really been talked about much because they are doing good over there. Mm-hmm. But as far as the Lavar situation, I just I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I think all the like, you know how there's kind of like, he he has. It, it's okay to have pride in your family, but I think it's just too much at this point. I, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely is too much. There's nothing to argue there, but I feel like the media is what caused this. Mm-hmm, the media yeah. is, is the one to blame because when he first made his statements about Lonzo being better than Steph Curry while he was just a freshman at UCLA, that one statement put him on every show ESPN had to offer. Mm-hmm. And, and once he seen that, oh, wow, my dumb ass statements that I really don't even, I'm not even thinking about, I'm just talking out my ass. Mm-hmm. It's getting me this type of exposure. Well, I guess what, y'all? I can beat Michael Jordan, too. <laughs> and guess what they did? They put him back, back on the show. show. <laughs> and, and and after that, he just continued to do it. Do it, And that's just crazy. And to me, I was like, damn, is that easy? Shit, I could beat Michael Jordan, too. Like, yeah, I was put me on the show. Uh, he ain't get no show. He said he can guard Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, I guess they just know that that's just complete. <laughs> I think they people think that LeVar got a better chance of beating Jordan than you got a better chance of guarding Durant. That is... I, I think I put my money on the Bobby Jordan too before you stop doing right. it. I just appreciate the fact the Lakers organization they not paying no attention. Perfect, to him, bro. yeah, they, they doing they, they doing a good job, and um, and he's still banned from doing interviews. I seen a me and a Hassan. Uh, what, how you pronounce his last name? Uh, El Hassan. El Hassan say uh, the reason the Lakers putting up with it is because Lonzo is worth it. Yeah, and Lonzo he reacting like fan to it, bro. He he, he not said I, he said I play and he just talks. Yeah, uh, but my thing about this to Lavar is that the Lakers are doing a good job to handle it. But I feel like he's gonna push it too far one day, bro. You gotta understand. Oh my god, bro! Lonzo Ball, the Lakers aren't the only team that thinks he has potential. Mm-hmm. They have a young core. They have available cap space. If they can get Paul George and LeBron James, do not think that Lonzo Ball won't be a part of a trade package to go get an Anthony Davis. You think about Alonzo Ingram and Kuzma and the first-round pick to go get an Anthony Davis-type player, your son not say, like, the Lakers aren't the only team that values Lonzo Ball. So be cool with what you're saying before you make any threats, big homie, because seven years is is automatically with L.A. They control that. And – Number two, there's no way in hell Jello is going to the NBA. I, they doing fine. He's doing, I, I'd see him in the G League before he do. Anything. But he, why even do that? Because he's doing fine in Lithuania. Just become a star over there, like Marbury did when he was 38. He went to China, became a star, got a statue. Y'all have the big baller brand global over there doing anything. Um, Lamelo should want his own team and own dynasty and legacy. The only reason I said that because he come back to the states. I know, like. I never been to Lithuania, but I heard that it's it's not all that, bro. It's not all that. No, I mean, no. overseas, n- none of those places are all that compared to America. When we, once you've been here twenty mm-hmm. plus years, um, but you do you can't come back after the season. So I mean, that's that's, true, that, that's what a lot of people do. Um, 
Yeah, shout out to the Lakers. You know, Lavas La- came out and said he's not scared of Magic Johnson yesterday. Somebody asked, but they, he was asked that about TMZ. Yeah, what, what, uh, what else did what they think he was the uh, uh, right, exactly. Johnson? Um, they be trying to, they be asking questions. Yeah, I guess apparently today I just found out that he said uh, LeBron is coming to the Lakers and Lonzo gonna make him better. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the exact type of shit that would make LeBron, if he was considered coming, not come. And that's how you get your son traded if LeBron was to come. He said, "How does how does eighteen year old gonna make me better?" But the funny thing is, when, before the show, we was talking about the lip sync battle. Yeah, and um, we was talking about how Lonzo did do the song "Sit Down, Be Humble," and they would ask him about it, like, "What made what made you do that song?" And and uh, Lonzo reply was, "Man, sometimes he be talking too much. He just needs to sit down and watch me work and be humble." Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was a little interesting. That was the first time I've heard Lonzo speaking that tone. Levi, like. He was kind of laughing at it, but he, you could tell inside he was just a little shocked, bro. You think so? Yeah. I mean, we don't know their personal life, obviously, but that's like the first time publicly he said yeah. something about it. I was glad to hear that from him. That means that, that he, he he's going to have a, a certain point where he like, bro, chill the hell out. Because he can't, bro, if he like 28 and he's still doing this, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Come on, no, I think the plan is to, to have a big ball of brand, such a big brand that he won't ever have to do this no more. Oh yeah, they trying to get the water. I, I see in Lithuania got them on the jerseys. They they sponsored on the jersey now. He over there doing uh, uh, the red carpet shows. He co- they let he, him he coach. Into a celebrity. <laughs> Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting what he wanted. That's why I understand why they just don't milk the Lithuania thing over there because they treat him like royalty. They do change their whole team. I know some players on the team like, come on now, they doing way too much. They got the logo, they got the on, the logo on the middle of the floor. Hey, I, they I, probably got the big brother band, uh water over there for the fresh right. Meat. Yeah, to drink and whatnot. I, I mean, it's cool. I like it. I respect it from a business as point uh, aspect, but I just think sometimes you just got to cool down, man. Everybody know I love Levi, Big B, B B B, but you got to chill out, man. Um, I know another thing you wanted to talk about. Was that boy out there? Uh, he from the LA area, Comp Ten. Oh, Demar Derozan. Yeah, man. We want to give a shout out to Demar Derozan. Right now, he's fighting the pressure. He's like been on social media as a late, and he's been letting people know that he's been fighting it. We there with him, y'all. Got any, I know KB, you been through that. Yeah. Uh, oof. It, I, from my understanding, it's different from every person how to get how to fight depression. Um, best thing I can say is just get around people you love, and sometimes like, it just takes time. I feel like yeah, there's different, definitely. like obviously there's different like magnitudes of depression. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I never had like a series of depression, but there's times like in life where you like, damn, like what the, like, what you, the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, what, bro? Like it's it's so weird because. He is an all-star game starter. He is mm-hmm. a multi-millionaire, but that don't save you from that depression. Was, that was why I'm glad he actually put that out there to let people know yeah. that no matter how rich you are, no matter you know who you are, famous, million followers, whatever, that type of thing, it don't escape you. Uh, real life is real. Um, we all human at the end of the day. I know that's a cliche. Like Everybody's human. We all, but it's the truth. Uh, you know, being rich doesn't stop family issues. It don't stop death in the family. Um, it don't stop situations. It doesn't make life perfect. And um, it, it don't solve everything. Money doesn't solve. I'm glad he's doing this. Cause, yeah. I mean, if we're noticing it, his people got to notice. Somebody has to be reached out to him. Of course. Now, I mean, he put it on a yeah. public platform. He, so. Yeah, somebody's reaching out to him. 
And right now, it's the 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 pinnacle of his career. Just the best team he's been on. He's yeah. he's an all star starter. Um, his name has been thrown. He's not a legitimate MVP candidate just because James Harden and LeBron have been playing so much great basketball. But his name is in a conversation. Yeah. Um, if you look in depthly to it, so I mean, this is probably the best career. I mean, best season of his career, and um, it just shows you, like, no matter what, like, yeah. And I've seen, like, uh, I, you know, I was like quotes and stuff. I seen on like Isaiah's Isaiah Cannon Snapchat. You know how he broke his leg or everything. He had like the quote, "Tough times don't last, tough people do." And that's was, facts. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's a decent little quote for him. Something good though from this is that after he tweeted it, all, most of the replies are like. You got somebody said you got the whole city behind you. Don't worry. Then somebody replied, "No, he's got the whole country." Then somebody replied, "No, he's got two countries behind him." Like, yeah, he's definitely got the support. Yeah, he's he's definitely got support. Um, just get around people you love, uh, Compton, Compton, and just let, let let things unfold. Let things unfold. Yeah, everybody don't make some harsh decisions. Sometimes everybody bro, loves Demar Derozan. I don't I don't know too many people that's just walking around not liking Demar Derozan. There's no slander on him. You can't slander him. Yeah. Because if you love Kobe, you got to love And I've Lamar. heard a lot of people get slandered. A lot of great players get slandered. And Shit, possibly the greatest of all time. LeBron yeah. got slandered <laughs> just a couple days ago. But just speaking. <laughs> just from talking, it's our opinion. So, yeah, we with you. We with you, Damar. Don't worry, man. Hopefully things get better for you. What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. When you got a question, you know what's fire, get on Twitter and ask why. Thank you, Michael. Uh, we appreciate it. So, again, since there's not a lot to talk about around the NBA, we're going to try to be heavy on the Ask the Wire. So I did tweet it out. This is a question not from the Ask the Wire fans this is for me y'all so when asked by the all-star media um what's what's your go-to pickup line to attract the females joel Embiid replied who wants to sex the process so y'all tell me what's your go-to pickup line because all three of y'all well well, Derek recently in relationship congratulations Derek. y'all are single so y'all had to maybe use a pickup line whether it be on tinder or in real life what's your go-to pickup line Mm, I don't think I've ever used a pickup line in like a serious manner. All right, so if you had... Right, okay, yeah, right. Nobody uses pickup lines in a serious manner, first of all. (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't be. Because it's more to be like corny... Icebreaker, icebreaker. Yes, corny and ice breaks of mine. So give me one that's on your mind. I usually... Mine's I usually Uh-oh. based you, off their out bio. Here. Mine's are based off their bio. So you're going strictly off the tender stuff. Okay. I'll say something corny about their bio. How often did that work for you? I don't know. You shot your shot. But, you you did your thing on the tender. I got to get usually just. Uh-oh. But usually just hey. <laughs> oh yeah, that ain't no good pickup line. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I use. I I recently used one mm-hmm. uh, to IG model. She liked it. Okay. You Let know me what I mean? It. We 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 engaged in some conversation. Mm. Um, did you make progress? If God made anything prettier than you, I hope He kept it for Himself. Oh, I, I he did. I, the, I used that. He did. <laughs> So I saw him. He looking like he, yeah, he screenshotted it because she liked it. I think right. And we gave and you, wait, you said you used it too afterwards. No, no, no. Oh, okay, that's that is what you said. Though. Say it one more time for me. Let me write that. If God made anything prettier than you, mm-hmm. I hope he kept it for himself. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Well, I never met God. But I'm not. I'm not a. Um, 
I'm not a pickup line type of guy. I, I, I don't, I'm not really into corny shit. Yeah, come on, uh, man. <laughs> uh, so I usually just try to make a girl laugh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of a pickup line, I just say Let something funny or I ask her how she doing. Have you ever? I'm either serious or funny. Super serious. No in between. Example is what I've seen somebody try to use a pickup line for. I know you watch The Office. Mm-hmm. If uh, if say you were a girl and the dude came up to you, random dude came up to you and said, "You know, have you watched The Office?" Right? Oh yeah. my god, I know exactly. What you I'm know, about you know the Jim and Pam relationship. Yeah. Are you trying to have that? Yeah. What you? What they, you they, they they usually they they at they at some point do form their relationship. I'm asking, do you, do you want that type of relationship? If you were a girl and somebody said that to you, that's what he's asking you. If I can give you that Jim and Pam relationship. It's going to be just like that. Silence. <laughs> that's, I know somebody that at this yeah, table that this, used that pickup line. Somebody used that. Who? In person. Who? In person? You. You did. At school, when you went to go talk to that girl, she yes. was watching oh, the office. Oh, I'm dead. Yes. You know, hey. You know, I did. He was getting pickup lines advice from who was talking to him. He was talking to LeRon. Ah, shouts out to LeRon. Shout out to LeRon. Really cool oh, ass dude. Big baller. That's the big baller brand guy right there. Um, he used the pickup line. She didn't go for it. LeRon, he, hey, let me back up LeRon. LeRon ain't telling him to do that. LeRon, yeah. gave him the, LeRon gave him the right thing to do. Which was? Keep it short, simple. Maybe get a Snapchat and leave. Yeah. I, I like that. Just keep it. Yeah, short. when you were foot in the door with the Snapchat, or would there be a when I, back yeah, on I think it, let me give you let me give you the exact one because you know I don't think this is a bad pickup line. He said, "Can you help me? I'm trying to add some cute girls in my Snapchat. Can I add you?" Would you? I know? saw Mike do some real slick shit to get a girl number once. What do you do? We were in class, bro. We were in class, and she was just on her phone. He said, "You trying to play me an eight ball or some shit like that?" <laughs> I remember that. And that's how you get the number. You gotta uh, get you I gotta get that. the number for the eight ball. So yeah, that was real. That was real smooth. Yeah, that is. That is. Um, yeah, I mean, pickup lines. It's not. I think that's past our time, bro. I feel like in the past they definitely used that. We ain't gonna I, go into the mall hey, or something. Like, even before they had like social media and stuff like that. Because right now, you remember, you know that girl from high school, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know how I started talking to her? What? I had. I, I used to write my number on the paper, right? Yeah. Like on just. We talking some, about the same. We we thinking about the same person, right? Okay. So. I used to just own some funny, just because high school was so funny and I could just do whatever yeah. I want. I used to write my number <laughs> on a piece of paper. And like all these cute girls that I see, I'd be like, hey, you dropped this. And I gave her mine and she actually texted. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope, yeah. Hey, I hope y'all taking notes, man. Yeah, I so I did, I did that before. Um, the most time I ever had to like was like, um, it's a street in Miami called Ocean Drive. And it's a big ass long street, and on the street, one side is the beach, one side is all these spaces all lined up right next to each other. You got a TGI Fridays, a drinking place, another restaurant, a place with music, ESPN uh, headquarter type thing in the middle of it, and all this music and stuff going on, and everybody walking on these street, thousands of people walking on yeah. this one street. And so when we was there, me and my brother, we were trying to get all these girls. So we was just like, we gonna get all these any girl that we think is cute, we gonna. Get them all, invite them to the club, and we just gonna have this big ass section full of girls. So there, you had to, you know, try to be cool, smooth, whatever. And this is, I don't know if you said this because I, I I was reading some. You gotta let them know that y'all was balling in Miami. Y'all had all the money, so that that's big. That's big. That, when, that does do half the job for you when when you <laughs> pull up in what a, car. Y'all had the Lamborghini. Okay, okay. okay. So that, yeah. that 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 sets the tone. That takes yeah. half of it right there to get the attention, but. 
also that on that on, that gives you just a little bit because we got to think about it in Miami. A lot of people are driving like that. True. So it, you, you so and you don't want to come off as a creep, like a weirdo. Like you might be trying. Forget to, what he said. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it don't give you that much of advantage because a lot of people driving like that. But it does give you the advantage from the the, the, the niggas the, that ain't. Like, yeah, the less like, than the average Joe. Exactly. So um, that time right there. Now that's a pickup line time. I don't remember using any Keyshawn. Mm. Oh man, Keyshawn. You reminded me. Keyshawn got one number. Got one number and <laughs> fucked it up <laughs> because he was doing too much. Like LeBron told him, make it short. Get it and you out. Yeah. But Keyshawn got it. It was just steady. And mind you, this we're we're doing this all in the car. But since Ocean Drive is so popular and so much going on, that it's traffic. But you're okay with the traffic when you're in a Lambo and you being yeah. cool. This time we weren't even in a Lambo. We was in uh, a Phantom. So we had the okay. Keyshawn with okay. us. So <laughs> you, you barely around. moving. But this traffic you don't mind because, like I said, you in a nice car, you getting attention, and we trying to get these girls. So Keyshawn get the number. I don't know how he got it. Yeah, she wasn't all that, but for Keyshawn, she was a come up. Okay. <laughs> so he gets the number. She she's about you know finna leave and just walk away after she gave the number, and he's steady talking. All right, I'm gonna text you. <laughs> Make sure you come to the club. Make sure you reply and respond. Make sure you come to the club. I ain't playing with you now. All right. You told me a story, bro. Something similar like that, bro. He was, it was something about Keyshawn. You was talking about he got a girl number. He was like, hey, you better text me. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That was the same story? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And I don't think he got that text because he just did Man, too much. I didn't get that text. So like we talked about earlier, Lonzo said, um, no reaction. I always just play. He always talk. So my question to y'all is, have your parents ever said something about you that wasn't necessarily true, but you just went with it. You feel me? I've had yeah. a lot of those moments with my mom. Let, let's hear one, or the but worst I, one you can think of, or the best one. Damn, bro. She used to come to... I get y'all mad while I'm here. So y'all know I make YouTube videos, right? Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was making 2K videos, but y'all know me. I don't play online. That's not my thing. So there was a guy at the... My dad used to own the barbershop. At the barbershop talking all this trash about 2K. And my dad was like, man, my son play 2K for a living, man. He'll bust your ass. <laughs> uh-uh. And I had to tell him straight up, like, dad, I don't play 2K for a living. Like, what I do is not play online. He's, he was like, no, nah, bro, don't worry. He's not that good. <laughs> he bust my ass. I lost by 20. <laughs> I lost by 20. And they I put money like, on yeah, the game. I feel like your dad was the person to put money on he that game. He put money on the game. And I told him straight up, like, you're going to lose your money. And he did. Dude used the Warriors. This was, uh, this was before Kevin Durant. This is before Kevin Durant. But still, damn, oh, greatest team of all time, like, basically. One of the best teams like past um, four years. And I lost. Wow. And I ain't never seen more disappointing eyes on my dad than when he lost that twenty dollars in a game of two K. Ken, I already got that money back for you, man. Um, my dad ain't never told like no 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 lie, but he definitely has talked for he me. Hype, he hype y'all up. So like we'd go to a basketball court and he'd come in and be like, "Hey man, my son will bust anybody ass on this court. My son's a run this court. We don't give a damn who on this court." And I used to be like. I'm laughing because that's exactly what his dad did. <laughs> Back then, when I was younger, like I ain't had a confidence like that to just be like. So you know, I used to be looking around like, why are you saying that shit? Like <laughs> look around and try to see you on the court. But that actually used to did help my confidence as we got older. But at first, he used to definitely put that pressure on us. Like, no, we don't. He don't. He ain't, he don't care who at this court. Yeah. We gonna bust their ass. 
And he said that one time too, and Sean Marion was there. <laughs> <laughs> this one, we was old. Yeah, yeah, I seen that, bro. I remember you had that. It was like a picture, right? Y'all took a it was, picture? Uh, a video. I yeah, put yeah, it in yeah. video, yeah. And Dude, that was like three days after he got waived. So he was still in game street. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, not luckily, but like, they was just like, uh, they don't. They only wanted forty plus year olds or thirty five plus year olds to play because they felt we was gonna just outrun them and just dominate the years. Yeah. But you want to know like a funny story? Like it's not even because my my parents ain't the one like to talk shit or anything. But like they, you know, they always bring up stories and they don't even know the full thing. So you know, it's like this is freshman year and it was like during our B team games and everything. Shout out to the B team ballers. And I think this I was like the game that, that my dad actually went to. And is that Willowbrook? No, nah, it was okay. at, it was at. Our place. Okay. And so it was a game where I don't remember exactly what happened, but I was the person that took the last shot. It was either to tie the game or to like to win the game or something. And I missed it. And my dad always talks about this, but he would talk to anybody about it, like, yeah, he pumped he missed the shot. And everything. I'm like, dude, why the fuck is you talking about that? I was like, I was like, I was like, like 14 years old. Like, yeah, that was what I'm fucking fighting. <laughs> Hell no. I have seen you step out of bounds on the game win shot. That wasn't because of me, though. Well, it was, but the play, we had like two seconds. I saw Kevin Durant step out of bounds on the game, tying shot. Yeah, Portland. Right, yeah. That's because his feet, but his feet, like, size like 20, 20 inches long. Yeah. You know? Derek? Damn, bro. It's just, it happened so many times that I can't remember a specific story. She used to come to school and talk to the teachers about. How I be at home doing my homework and shit. <laughs> and like, she don't see why my grades low, that it's their fault. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like, she would curse out the teachers. And like, she used to, um, bro, I don't even know. You know what's the funny story mm-hmm. I And in your head, you was like, damn, I don't even be doing my homework. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what's the funniest story I heard him tell us about, like, his mom? is like, you remember, I think it was after prime, you know, the senior ditch day. Mm-hmm. He told oh, his mom yeah. it was senior, he told his mom it was senior ditch day, but his mom didn't believe him. So he she, called up there and asked if it was senior ditch day. <laughs> and she you, made me go to school. You went to school that day? She made me go to school, bro. I showed up at like third period. <laughs> and then I had to go to T C D right after. Did you did you participate in senior ditch day? No, nah, I didn't. Only, I didn't go to prom. I did. Yeah, that don't mean you can't participate in senior ditch day. What are these white What you doing on senior ditch day, P? Um, we I was at a hotel. Next question comes from Caspin Beard that says favorite or best movie of all time. Then we we talked about this. I know, but I got a new favorite after last night. Oh, it's, well, it's it's Black Panther. <clears throat> Black Panther, y'all. Listen. The, nobody else at this table has seen it. Hopefully, y'all go see it so we can talk about it. Not for a show, but just like I want to talk. Right. Like I ain't got nobody to talk about it with because a girlfriend and go with me. And sh- it's an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. So if you have not watched it yet and you're a listener to the show, please, please go watch this beautifulness that is the show. There was so much beauty in the show. The actors and actresses, beautiful. The the set of like the Wakanda, the fictional African country, beautiful. The fashion. Beautiful. It was uh it was amazing. And then not to mention the acting was amazing too. So I just want to say that is that's gonna probably so it's actually good. Yeah, because a lot of people just watching just because they are black. Yes. And I'm sure they were surprised that it was actually an amazing movie. Okay, that's what I like to hear. Because um, I'm not going to watch none just because the people are black. Shit. <laughs> I got two favorite movies. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> you know, I'm a classic, like, I'm a fan of classic horror, so I'm going to say Friday the 13th Part 2, because the first one went all that, mm-hmm. and the other one is Psycho. It, it's it's so historical, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's like... You've seen it, right? I've seen it, yeah, of course. The Shining is my favorite, was my favorite before last night. Yeah. So I'm, I agree with you as far as, like, classic horror movies. So many things have been so many horror movies that we watch today are inspired by Psycho and The Shining. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really like into that. all that for whatever reason. Uh, they be cool movies though. I think I've, I it, something that should be scaring me a little bit too much. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Ted. I like Ted, so that's yeah. how I'm feeling. I'm in a laughing mood right now, so I'm gonna go with Ted. It's a cool movie. You know what I'm talking about? We know his favorite. We know him. Yeah, right. Okay. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Through the Wire for. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> For the next show, we plan on doing it basically just freehand as far as like we probably won't talk much basketball because um it won't be nothing to talk about. Won't be nothing to talk about because everybody will still be on vacation. So we may talk about music, um, just a lot of different things. So if you have some ideas that some topics you want us to talk about, hit us up on our Twitter. Should be in the bio of the show. Y'all got any last words? Yes, I want to clarify your statement because again, we are going to do a show. That's non-basketball related because there won't be any basketball topics, y'all. So send all y'all topics un-basketball related because we're only going to have, what, the all-star results? Mm-hmm. And that takes 30 seconds, to say. So yeah. just send us non-topic. If your basketball topic is sent to Through the Wire or Axe the Wire and it has basketball in it, you're getting blocked. blocked. Thank no, you. No, no, no. no, no. no. Hey, <laughs> low key, if it goes successful, it might, it might be like turned into a tradition. Yeah. You know, so make so. it good. Y'all got days to think of. Because somebody did ask, what are you going to do in the offseason? Like that dry yeah, period, there's no saying. free Maybe agency like, or nothing like that. Maybe once a month or every two months we do an episode like that. Yeah. Hey, through the wire.